Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Ted. And I'm Obert. And welcome back! Woo! Woo! Yep, we got out of the woods. I survived. Popcorn made it, too, carrying that satellite dish. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tud, Tud, I think Tud did more than survive. He thrived, it's fair to say. I mean, I, I don't know. I think we have to let the jury decide on this one. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, what, do you, what do you have to say about your, your trip, Tud? I don't want to put any words I, in your mouth. Listen, I thought it was a great time. Um, I enjoyed Montana. Uh, very nice state. Beautiful mountains, uh, great weather. You know, it's it's hot, but it's not muggy. Um, you know, as a fat guy who sweats a lot, you know, when it's really nice that when as you're sweating, the sweat is just evaporates right away. So your shirt is always dry, no matter how much physical exercise the planner of the trip puts you through in a single day, um, over the course of either one mile or um, or twelve. Um, I, I will say that I, I went through a lot of trial and tribulations. Um, I completed them all, uh, but I am convinced that Obert did his finest to murder me in Montana. Not only were you convinced, you made sure that there were witnesses that knew that just in case anything <laughs> happened. It was documented. Oh yeah. I believe that, uh, at one point in time, Nick texted his wife, Obert's trying to kill Todd. <laughs> yeah. You had corroboration for sure. So, so all of your your training you've been doing not quite not quite enough. I, no, I, I tried. I trained. I trained a lot, and I think that a lesser trained Tud probably would have died. But <laughs> that, that, that's the truth. I think Tud did enough training to not die for sure. He did enough to to make it, which is really the but goal. There, there were times, um, and you know what? And the best part is, is that none of them were like caused by like bears or moose or anything violent. It was all Obert. <laughs> we did see some wildlife, though. We, I mean, we did see a moose, but he gave two shits that we were there. And there was wildlife that was trying to kill us, too. That is that is true. We almost did. Nick almost got his ass beat by a few bucks. Yeah, some white-tailed deer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. Nick, Nick decided to, like, lunge toward them, toward them to get them to run. And instead of running, the deer dipped its head. It was like, all right, let's go. They said, step up, son. <laughs> Yeah, I have to. I have to put a quick disclaimer here and say when you're uh, in a national park, you should avoid the wildlife and you shouldn't act aggressively towards it. In this case, we were in a campground and the deer decided that they had a plan that when we went into the outhouse, they were going to surround us strategically and challenge us. So uh, you're following all the right the right things you're supposed to do, but these deer had become a little too familiar with people. We did. We did learn at that point in time, which was, this was the end of the third day, mind you, that um, neither Nick nor I knew how to take the safety off of the bear spray <laughs> until we were surrounded by bucks that needed to be bear sprayed. <laughs> another, another way that Obert tried to kill us was not teaching us how to defend ourselves until it was too late. <laughs> I want, I want to not be on the, I want, I wish there was enough room on popcorn for me to be stowed away listening to Tug. <laughs> complain and make up stories about how Obert's trying to kill him. Like, I can imagine it now. I'm like, glad that you, because that's exactly what was going on the whole time. Oh, I, I can imagine. I can imagine. I, I wish, I wish, I wish you guys left the satellite dish behind. Yeah. And just let me ride popcorn around, because that would have been so funny. Oh, man. Well, I'm glad that you guys did not get eaten by bears. Uh, yeah. Almost attacked by 
But, but I, I mean, I saw some pictures, I think. Did you take a lot of pictures? Was it beautiful? It looks, I mean, every time I see pictures from Ober, I'm just, like, jealous. We, I took a bunch. I know Obert did. Um, I still think we're waiting on Nick to upload his pictures as well, which we might get those by the next Montana trip. Um, but, yeah, I think we took a ton of pictures. Yeah, we'll put, um, maybe we'll put, like, a small album in the Discord for people who want to check them out. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I did have one question about... I guess it's a meta question about our show. <laughs> so I listened to last week's episode. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and there, I was really trying to figure out in, in fiction, in canon, who was on the show last week? <laughs> oh. I don't, I don't really know. Well, and I, I mean, I, I, I was on the show. I don't know if you, you were on I don't the know show. if you heard that. But I think I figured it out. It, I had to listen to the whole episode before I clicked that it's like a Doctor Who James Bond situation <laughs> where we got new actors to play Tud and Obert. Tud and Obert were on the show, but they weren't yes. the same. Yes. It wasn't the same people, the same humans. Correct. But they were also, to add another level, new Tud and new Obert. So. Right. That's, that's what really threw me off. <laughs> <laughs> and, and part of the canon is that that's, that's their real name, I believe. Yeah. Now. Yeah, they're New Ted and New Obert, um, but the backstory is one continual backstory. So, uh, it's you know, it's many levels. It's this new this new kind of thing we're trying out. But Okay. Um, but no, it, I, was, I was surprised. The only thing I got was like one text message. Like, oh, we've been replaced. I'm like, huh? <laughs> I thought I thought it would be best to hash it out here on the show. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Kind yeah. of like when I got a perfect score and you did not respond for a whole two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but I do That's have true. in my hand a whiteboard marker, and I do have behind me a whiteboard. Yes. I noticed uh, that, that there's some missing, like, missing tallies. I feel, like Tud, I feel like Tud gets a tally mark. Well, we in have, canon. We have a whole new Tud category right here. Right, so. yeah. right. But as, as Chris just said, we're the same people. But, so in all actuality, new Tud's tally mark... Should go to Tud, and then Tud should get another tally mark. But in also in the same actuality, you had to pay four tally marks to go on the Montana trip. So, <laughs> but uh, so I guess are we? I guess do we? Are we awarding half a tally mark to Chris and New Tud, or are they each get a full one? We each get a full one. Okay, because you we were, were close. so close. Right, you were. Close. If we weren't close, we neither one of us would have gotten one. Yeah, I like how Tud and New Tud compete against each other. But if New Obert had had won, Obert would be giving himself a tally mark. <laughs> he would have given him two tally marks. No, then it would go under J because that's not specified if it's Jordan or Jack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I, I when I when we found out when when I found out that you guys weren't going to be able to record because you were doing the bears i was like oh man i'm gonna i'm gonna put doing this together the bears. i'm gonna i'm gonna put this together it's gonna be so much fun like and um so i hope you guys got a kick out of it because i i did I, I really enjoyed it, was, it it was a lot of fun to make so uh, uh yeah good. i have to yeah really hats off to jordan and kiwi for filling in as obert and tud and also as new obert and new tud <laughs> yes yeah, that is what that is true. Yes, all of that. <laughs> but all of that was a meta discussion, which is non-canonical to the show. You just right. have to. The audience knows that we're right. talking as as the directors of this program, and not as. Is the, that a word? <laughs> yeah. Did I just learn a new word? Canonical. The, yeah. yeah. There you go. Canon or not canon? Yeah. Yeah, like huh. you know. I like this the, word. The backstory, the history, yeah. the lore. Mm-hmm. 
This yeah. is basically yeah. like the director's cut version you're getting right now, where we're talking over it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was just fascinated by this new word. I like this word. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Canonically, Tud should have a check mark. Okay. Well, so canonically, Tud, would you like to kick us off to the drinking portion of the show? I do have a can. Okay. That's what it's all about. Sure. So this week, I am drinking a beer that I brought all the way back from the land that Obert tries to murder me in. So canonically, well, while last week was occurring, I was I was earning this beer. Um, This is the Class of 2021 Graduation Stout by the Brewing Academy of Montana, which as Obert described to me, is an actual, like, college where they teach people how to brew. And it does say at Flathead Valley Community College is where this Brewing Academy of Montana takes place. Um, The can states this Imperial Stout features eight carefully selected malts plus lactose for layers of bold dark chocolate, velvety depth, and a smooth finish. Designed and refined by the Brewing Science and Brewery Operations class of 2021 at Montana's original craft brewing school. And then it congratulates the people who graduated from the class that year. Huh. This is pretty cool. So this, so over, as I understand this, this is their, this is their final grade. Okay. So are you not giving it a zero to five? Or are you giving it an A to an F? Is that what you're going to rate this uh, beer? <laughs> I think I have to do both. Okay. That's only fair. Professor Tud is in the house. Well, I also think that you're kind of reevaluating your life choices. I think you're now deciding maybe I should just quit my job and be- enroll as a student in the Brewing Academy of Montana. Yeah, but I'd be worried that then that would give you more opportunities to kill me. Fair. <laughs> it's beer 30, and I'm thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Because it's beer 30, and it's time to party. Yeah, yeah baby. All right, so I poured this into my glass. As you can see, it is dark as night. Uh, One billion SRM. It does have a nice consistent head uh not too big because i know how to how to not crisp pour but it is consistent um on the nose i get a lot of dark malt smells um a little bit of bitterness i don't really get any um it is so i should i should clarify this is an imperial stout appropriately aged on bourbon soaked oak chips i don't know what appropriately aged means but i feel like we should define that so um as professor tud i have to just i would write a little note in the in the sidebar saying what is appropriate question mark i i think it's either until it was ready or until, like, you know, the grade was due. <laughs> like, we, gotta, we gotta can this beer. We, the professor's breathing down our necks. He needs to know how good this beer is. See, I feel like they needed to have, like, X amount of words to describe it. So they had to, like, add in some filler words. I think that's what it was. Now, wow. is, is that in size 12 Times New Roman on the side of the can? Because <laughs> that's an old it trick I learned. Like, it looks like it might be Calibre. Okay. Okay. Now, is the spacing one and a half times lines? Because, like, you can't always, you know... I think they did half a line. They wanted to get it in there nice and tight. Damn. These guys were hardcore. (laughs) Yeah. As you can see on the can, too, there's a nice little graduation cap for the the brewers. Nice. I like this this idea, this premise. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I wish there were more brewing schools. This would be cool to go around and, and give them all a final grade. I don't know, maybe that's what you should start up as your next career, Todd. Brewing Academy of New England? I would, you know how many students you'd get involved in that? The issue is that I think I'd have to be a professor of brewing. Yeah, that's true. I'm just a professor of drinking beer. Well, you're the ideas guy, not the professor. You're just the one who starts the the, the academy. Gotcha. You hire your professors. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so on the nose, it just kind of smells like a standard stout. I don't really get any, um, 
any oak chips. Uh, it kind of smells a little beery, like kind of like macro brewed, like little little like Bud Light on the nose. Let's dive on in. So on the flavor, I do get a lot of toasty malts. Um, it's very smooth. Maybe a little bit of dark cacao, but but nothing crazy. Um, it is a little cold. I just took it out of the fridge, but I don't I don't sense that there's a lot of a lot of great depth to this beer as far as flavors go. Um, it is like I said, it's it's very smooth drinking. Very it's very easy for a what is the ABV on this thing? Oh, another demerit from Professor Todd. It's no, it's five point three percent ABV. So <laughs> oh, look again, Todd. 8.3%. Did I okay. say 5.3%? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, okay. No, it's 8.3% ABV. Um, so, for an 8.3% beer, it is very drinkable. I wish there was a little bit more to it. You know, I do get a little bit of, like, a little bit of oak tannins to it, but I don't get a lot of bourbon, which is kind of upsetting, you know, if you're looking forward to, to a little bit of bourbon flavor and it's not there. That's that's kind of another demerit. Now, the age-old question, is it proper drinking temp? I think I might be drinking it a little cold. So that's another demerit for them. <laughs> <laughs> this is clearly their fault. Yeah. Well, He's a tough nowhere on the can, nowhere on the can does it say what temperature I'm supposed to drink it at. That's okay. Fair enough. Sorry, kids. This is the real world now. Yeah. It's this is tough. This is tough grading. <laughs> it's not the drinking academy here. The brewing academy. <laughs> I would say that you know it is. I think it's properly carbonated. Um, carbonation doesn't get in the way. It doesn't really enhance the beer either. I think it's just kind of there, just hanging out and chilling. Uh, the head is persistent. We still got we still got some, uh, despite drinking some of the beer. Overall, it is the definition of an imperial stout. Uh, a little bit bitter on the back end, which I think is some of those oak tannins, kind of similar to like a like a dried red wine style. Um, but not a lot of not a lot of depth when it comes to flavor in the middle. Just your stand. This is this is the definition of a standard stout to me. Okay, because. Because of that, you know, it's okay. Would I go out of my way to buy another four-pack of it? No. Um, would I dissuade you from drinking it if we were out at a bar? No. I would if I would ask you, you know, do you want a standard stout, something that was run-of-the-mill? Do you want to support say? the future of our brewing industry? Yeah. I, well, now I will say, I don't know if I want to support this type of future. I want a little bit more pizzazz in my, in my beers. Okay, so yeah, I I see what you're saying, but I feel like for your final grade, you want to prove that you can brew the sta- the basics, the standards. You don't want to is- you don't want a tequila barrel, wine barrel aged gosa. I don't know. That is true, but I'm hoping that if if they I'm hoping that as part of the brewing mission there, they did make them brew something with like adjuncts and like to prove that they can do like this the style of beer that's going to make somebody's brewery. I think right. this. If we're talking about just, just doing a good representation of an Imperial Stout, I think they did it. Um, but I think that the addition of them trying to claim that there's there's bourbon-soaked uh, oak chips in here, you're kind of missing out on the bourbon. Yeah, you kind of you it, you did get the oak at the very end, but I, th- I think that was I think that was a miss. Um, you know, I think they said that there's there's lactose in here. I don't get a lot of a lot of mouthfeel from the lactose. I don't I don't taste a lot of smoothness. It just kind of tastes. Like a normal stout, um, so maybe they didn't add enough. I think overall, if I, you know, Professor Tud, I'm gonna give these guys. I would give him an 83. Wow, harsh grade, harsh grade, okay. Professor Tud. What do you, so, what do you yeah. need to B get minus. an A plus on this? What do I need to to do an A plus? Yeah, I mean, I, it, this could have been an A plus. I mean, if you would have gotten a little bit more of that bourbon out of it, if you would have gotten a little bit more oak, but not as much of the tannins, I probably would have been into that too. This one just seems to, it's just. It's just your average run of the day mill, and you know 
I'm sorry, but you can't be an average brewer in today's day and age and, and expect to, to have a successful career. Okay, B- minus from Professor Todd. Now, I don't know if this beer is on Untapped. It um, is on Untapped. Oh. Yes. Exciting. Yeah, so, Todd, what do you... Well, I mean, you said 83, but I assume you're not giving a 4.15. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to give this... I'll give it a 3.5. I think that's... It's just okay. standard average. It's not bad. I'm not going to drain pour it. It's not disgusting. I wouldn't not give it to one of my friends if they came over. But it's nothing to write home about either. Fair enough. Now, we have a bit of an issue when it comes to the average. Should I and check that, it in first? No, because I already I have the math figured out. <laughs> oh, okay. There, there's only five check-ins. Uh-oh. <laughs> so... If you're if you're if you've been on Untapped before, you know if you have less than I think ten, you technically have a zero point zero average on Untapped. Now I, because I am a diligent podcaster, have gone the extra mile of doing math and average those five check-ins. Okay. So, so Todd, do you just want to take a stab at it, or do you oh, want to just forego guessing this week? Well, I don't want to forego guessing. That's just okay. that's just bad. It's not a good look for <laughs> man of people man of people semicolon Todd. Um, right. It's probably the five people that brewed this. I mean... Well, I'm going through the names. <laughs> I'm going through the names because I have it up here. Um, There's six people who brewed it, so one of them did not check it in. One of them didn't check it in. You can't corroborate his story. <laughs> no, because there's, there's six names on the can, which Ted neglected to read. He didn't tell you who the six people are who brewed this oh, beer. Oh, fair. But um, none of them checked in this beer. Okay. Well, that's not cool. All right, so they're all just impartial judges. Okay. I don't know. I'm going to give it a... There's five people. What do you think? I mean, the, un, the average untapped score is probably a four. I'm going to go with a four. That's sound judgment. Um, actually, the five people rated it really high. It's a four, three, five. Four was the lowest rating. Yeah. Everybody wow. gave it. There was a five in there. Two, four and a half, two, four, two fives, and no, two fours. I don't know. There wasn't, not a lot, and they rated it very high. So uh, less than 50 check-ins, less than 10 check-ins. See, even untapped is like, don't even try guessing. It's yeah. tough. I mean, I will, I will tell you that I drank a lot of beer while I was in Montana. I don't think I checked a lot of them in. I think it's something in the water in the state that you just you just don't really have the time or the patience or the want to pull out your phone. I think also it's part of it is poor cell phone coverage. Uh, that could be it too. So, so you can't really get on untapped a lot. But it's, you know, you don't end up checking a lot of beers in while you're there. Um, oh, but I saw that you also cracked this can. I did. So, um, I didn't want to get in the way of your review, but... Uh... I think you were a little too hard on it. I think I get a fair amount of bourbon. Um, I like the fact that the lactose isn't too overpowering. It's a little more muted. And um, I think it's a damn good style. I would give it a four. No, which if you would were lower the, lower the average. <laughs> if I was grading this beer, if this was their your final project, um, yeah, you know, I think I would give it a 93 and a half. 93 and a half. No, yeah, 93 and a half, but I'd round it to an A. Because they picked, they picked a style that is um, not too crazy. You know, I could have seen on the shelf Brewing Academy graduation, uh, like lactose seltzer smoogified, <laughs> and they could have gone with like a really crazy brew, but they didn't. They went with, you know, something standard, but also at the same time new. You know, this isn't like a, a traditional, um, like traditional german style lager this is still you know it's still popular t today but it is showing off their their chops so 93 and a half nice well 
you know, we can't all be professors at the Brewing Academy of Montana. Like, no. <laughs> no, we cannot. I will say, though, I did have other BAM. I, I know that the, the abbreviation is BAM. Um, while in Montana, I did have a few other BAM beers, which were pretty good. I think they had an IPA at one point while we were at the Tap House. And that was pretty good. Um, very, very reminiscent of a New England style IPA uh, while just being a standard hazy IPA. It had some good flavors to it. Um, again, nothing, nothing crazy, nothing off the wall, uh, but it was just something that, like, if you were looking for an, it was similar to that of, like, a, like a Sam Adams, um, the New Eng- the old New England IPA now called, like, Wicked Hazy, I think, or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, but it was just something, like, like, it's, it's not unapproachable for, for the new, the new beer drinkers, and it's not something so crazy where you're gonna get all the fanboys to chase after it either. Yeah, well said. It's a good, it's a good beer to brew when you're learning how to brew beer. For more information yeah. on how you could become a member of the Brewing Academy of Montana, go to fvcc.edu. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll see slash, you around. Slash brewing. No, I didn't see any. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. It says that on the bottom of the can here, too. I didn't even see that little extra <laughs> hyperlink. Look at that. Training brewer professionals for the growing craft beer industry. Very cool. I love that that's something we do around here. So, Chris, I do have. Glad you had him I on do, the show. If you ever wanted to switch careers. There we go. All I have to do is make the short move to Montana. Yeah. You know. Once you're there, though, you're in Montana. It's true. I mean, I helped you. That is drive. true. I helped you move in one day. We just have to do that day twice, and then you can get to Montana. <laughs> and it's all day. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, now that I'm done, I'm gonna I'm gonna hand this over to Chris, seeing as Obert is still finishing up his pregame beer as well as the Bam beer. By the way, if you would like to hear what Obert drank on the pregame, please head over to patreon.com slash podcast. And for as little as a dollar a month, you can join there and uh, get an extra episode um, every week. Uh, this week, I think it's going to be a, somewhere about a half hour. So you get just a little bit of extra drinking alone with friends and you learn a little bit more about uh, what's behind the kimono when you go over there. Yeah, you get a little, you get a little sneak peek this week as to uh, what's coming next Thursday, hopefully, if things pl- play out how as we want them, as we want them to. It should. It will. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, thank you. Yes, I'm actually, I'm very thirsty right now. Um, man, all of this, listening to you guys drink beer and give grades is making me thirsty. Uh, all this school listening is making Chris want a beer. <laughs> Uh, and uh, this week, I have something from our good friend, New Tud Kadota, a.k.a. Kiwi Kadota, her alter ego. Um, and I, as soon as I unbox this, it's the probably the beer in the box that I was most excited about. And it's called Just Peachy from Ellicott, Ellicottville Brewing Company. It's a sour ale with sweet peach and black tea. I don't know why. Sounded Ooh. so in- sounded good. Maybe it's the southern in me. Yeah. Um, but at, it, I, I'm, I'm so excited. So thank you, Kiwi, again for um, the delicious beers. I, I don't think I've had a bad one yet from her. So hopefully the trend continues with this much-anticipated beer for me. Yeah, that Ellicottville logo looks like it's the same font as Margaritaville, kind of. It's like the silver on black. I don't know. You see that? Yeah. Uh, I just spilled yeah, it. Yeah, I, I mean, if it said Margaritaville, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> it's also, yeah, like a very, um, you know, vacation-y sounding drink. I don't think, Chris, I have to ask a, a clarifying question about this beer. Is it just peachy or is it just peachy sour 2021? 
Uh, I don't. It's, it's it doesn't say just peachy. Like, that's that's it. Whatever that okay. one is. Okay, yeah. so this is this is just peachy sour twenty twenty one. I mean, it is a sour ale, but I didn't know if it was like a. Uh, if There's it's a diff- always they a have sour a different. Ale. They have a different just peachy. So that's. A I wonder rattler. if it's like a like a a rattler. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds good too. Um, so here we go. Just peachy sour. 2021 um it's only 4.2 alcohol so it's not uh not very not very high 4.20 nice um and as we can see from the webcam the head is gone well it's, it's thin little thin head there nothing too crazy um it's got a nice gold dark golden um color to it um but it's clear other than that <laughs> looks just peachy it looks just peachy on the on the uh, on the nose. I do get some of that peach, so hopefully it's a nice juicy peach to bite into. I'm stoked. Let's see. Wow, wow, is very nice. Hmm, there's a there's a lot happening. More than peaches? Because that'd be false advertising. No, it's. Yeah, I mean, it, it is just peachy. It is. It's it, okay. So first, let's get the 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 sourness out of the way. It is tart. It is tart all the way through. Um. So pretty, pretty tart. Uh, it hits you really strong up front, and then it carries on throughout the, the rest of the sip. Um, the tea, so you can tell that this is brewed with both tea and peach. The peach is a, a slint, maybe a little bit more than a slint of peach. Maybe two slints of peach, a slant of peach. Oh, um, okay. I like a slant better. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's enough to know that, oh, oh. Oh, that's a nice little peach. Um, maybe a, but, uh, maybe a sliced of peach. A, a sliced of peach. There we go. Um, but it's more so I get like more of a tea. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like a tea taste, but like I don't know, maybe like a tea consistency. I don't know exactly how to how to put it, but you can like it tastes like a unsweetened peach tea that someone made into a sour beer. It's very good. It's it's very very complex in some of these in some of these ways that's very unique do you get the bitterness from the black tea sour peach tea. um it's not super bitter um but it may have just be overpowered by the uh the sourness of the beer itself um but on the very tail i can i can like envision myself tasting tea just it's it's just tastes like tea at the end um it's it's really good it's very com- complex um it's not I would drink it on a hot day outside, um, but I don't know how refreshing it would be. It's not like a Rattler. Like the Rattler sounds like it'd be pretty bad, pretty pretty awesome. Um, but uh, maybe I had maybe I had too lofty a, too lofty a goal for this in my yeah. I mean it's it's good. It's just it's not what I was hoping for. I think in my mind I was thinking of like a Southern ty- style tea, um, so maybe a little bit more sweetness. Um, now it is a sour, so I mean I shouldn't have been surprised. I think if the South has ruined you. <laughs> Well, no way! Say, you wanted a little less Ellicottville and a little bit more Ellicottville. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's it's a solid beer. Uh, it's it's a very interesting. Um, you know, I think she sent maybe another Ellicottville uh, beer. Uh, but you know, I think I built up too high in my mind. I was like, oh, this is gonna be like a seven star beer. It's not a seven-star beer, but it is a solid beer. I'm going to give it a 3.75. Okay. It's good. It's interesting. It's something that I may never have the chance to have again. So, um, but, you know, it's solid. Now, 
I have some notes I want to say about the untapped here before we before we give you the, the guessing game opportunity because as oh, Ted no. pointed out, they used to make a just peachy Radler Shandy beer, and they recently introduced this year as the sour and. There, the details on it say a new iteration of a former favorite, just peachy fruit ale. Um, a medium weight sour ale with big peach fruit flavor and a dry, soft, earthy finish, brewed with Oregon sweet peach and black tea. And it seems like some people are checking in this beer under the old name, but no one seems to be checking in the old beer under this new name. So, so the 299 check ins that this here is the correct average, but some people check this beer in as the old one as well. Mm. Yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah. Um, let's see. 299. I have a feeling it's going to be... Oh, man. This is one that could go either way. Um, that's a lot. It's very, very few check-ins. It's, not, it's more than five. It is it's a lot much, more than five. Much more than five. That is true. <laughs> that is true. That is very true. Um, let me see. Ah, shoot. Pardon me wants to take the tut approach and just say four and like just shoot in the middle. Um, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm just going to say four. I'm going to say four. I think some people would have liked it, but more than me, maybe some people liked it less than me. So whatever, four. No, they weren't as big fans. No? Okay. This is a low one for untapped at a 3.49. Oh, shit. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I said, wow, I'm surprised. So, yeah, you don't even make it on the I'm board. A, no, so, not even I'm on alive. The board. I'm not alive on the board. 0.35. That's there crazy. We go. What, uh, what let let me just in? ask, what did the other, the Rattler get? The Rattler, it, the Rattler has a lot more check-ins with 5,200 mm-hmm. check-ins, but it's even worse with a 3.41. Yo, what? So <laughs> someone yeah. saw this beer at a 3.4 something and was like, we can fix this. <laughs> okay. Well, this is the rebranding that Kiwi talked about. They now, rebranded this beer. It took some um, sugar out. Apparently. And Chris, one of your untapped friends, Dustin, has had the Just Peachy. Okay. And he rated it a 3.25. Okay. Well, that's disappointing. Yeah. I want to do another one. I want to take it again. Unfortunately, that's not how this show works, you know. And you well, you were able to drink beers with New Ted and New Obert without us, so. I mean, you guys were there, though. That's true-ish. <laughs> In a sense, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the characters, Tut and Obert, were there. That's that's a good point. <laughs> I'm not sure if we're more like Mall Santa or more like Pluto in costume at Disney World. But we're somewhere around there. You're in between. We're that's the, Mall that's Santa, the new scale. Yeah. yeah. The new scale. <laughs> well, uh, Obert, the door is wide open for you to checkmark this. I gotta say, all this Just drinking two beers has four. made me thirsty. <laughs> Let's kick it down the middle. Four. Boom. Lock it in. I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. So I have one more beer from um, my nice, generous beer gift from my aunt and uncle. When they came out from the Pacific Northwest, they brought me all those Block 15 beers, which I think I think Tud had some of when he was out here. Um, this is this is not a Block 15 
a beer, but a Fort George uh, out of Astoria, Oregon. This is their Cavatica, uh, Cavatica, I don't know, C-A-V-A-T-I-C-A. You put the emphasis on whatever vowels you think on this Cavatica stout. I think you put it on the T. Oh, Cavatica stout. There we go. <laughs> um, it's got a cool, like, angular spider webby design on the can. Weighs in at 8.8 ABV. Um, Albert is going to be drunk after this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, well, it'll be... It'll be a fun outro for me, I think. <laughs> it, it tells me that it's unfiltered. Expect sediment at the bottom of the can. Drink fresh. Do not age. Keep refrigerated. So I've done all those things. Um, I think the date stamper thing messed up, though, because I can see, like, the very edge of a 2021, but the month and date have been ripped off. So it's from oh. some point this year. <laughs> at least it was brewed this year. It was brewed this year. I can confirm that. Um, well, I can tell you from pouring it, Todd, I think it's everything that you wanted the BAM beer to be because it pours a lot silkier smooth than that Ooh. other one did, which was a little bit lighter bodied. Maybe um, this would be a 95 on the TUD, on the TUD grade. Maybe. Yeah, this is a um, nice clingy head sticking around for a while. Plus one point. Plus one point. Um, you know, nothing on here on the can describing this flavor. I don't know if it's barrel age or what. Maybe one of you guys could help me out with the untapped description. Because all this says is it's a stout. But it smells a little oatmeal-y. I get that that nice oatmeal breakfast stout aroma. Probably shouldn't be talking into my beer glass when I'm trying the, to podcast. But the, there, are a, there are a lot of words in this description if you would like me to read it to you. Is one of them oatmeal-y? You know what? No. Just read it and we'll find out when we get there. Or not. Yep. <laughs> Mighty, bold, and black as night, our house stout has gained a reputation for being contagious among the locals. This is no dry Irish anything, rather a strapping American double stout with a sweet undertow and addictive hint of roasty goodness. The name honors this brewer's affinity for literary arcanids? It's, it's a word I don't know. It's a new word. I think that's Specifically, spiders. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, maybe it is arachnids. Literary arachnids, specifically Charlotte A. Cavatica, the eight-legged character from E.B. White's Charlotte's Web. Be huh. forewarned, this beer will stain your clothes. Huh, now we all know Charlotte's last name. Huh, yeah, I don't... Who had yeah. no idea. Good to know. And now I know that this is being my third beer. I have to be extra careful to not drop it on my khaki shorts. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yep, so that word... That word that I struggled with was arachnids. <laughs> yeah. <folks. laughs> okay. With context clues, we figured it out. So I was like, there's no way that it's arachnids, right? Like, that's a weird word to put well, on I, a can I only or on a beer description. Astute listeners will remember back to when I said that there is a web design on the can. So, mm. you know, foreshadowing there. Is there a spider on the can? There is not. But um, enough about the can. Let me tell you, it tastes it's double stout. Ooh. Uh, smoother than I was going to guess. 8.8, it hides it well. I think maybe I'm still coming down off of that lactose, bold chocolate, bourbon-soaked oak chip beer. But this is, uh, they described it as a double stout, and it's definitely no barrel aging, no bourbony. It's just, it's just a nice, rich, rich stout. Yeah, totally full-bodied. I can see how this is one of their most popular offerings at the brewery. Great for a dreary Oregon winter, as I imagine it gets in wherever Astoria. But I like this. It probably, I think it rains there 364 days out of the year. Hey, I've been to Portland. It didn't rain when I was 
there, I don't think. That's that one day. I was drunk a lot. It's Portland, so who knows? But no, this is good. Really rich. 8.8%. This is, I would call this beer a meal substitute. Okay. Um, yeah, super hearty. Sticking with the oatmeal-y term. Um, I wish I knew more of the malt profile, but a lot of that roasty, toasty goodness. Rich, rich, chocolatey. Um, yeah, just dessert in a glass, but not like in the cloyingly sweet pastry stout way. Dessert in like a hearty, protein shaky way. I don't know. <laughs> like, a br- like a bread pudding. Yeah. Even less sweet than that, though. It's like just rich. It's really rich. Like some like 90% cacao chocolate. Okay. You know? But not so bitter. Just like not sweet. I know. But I like it. I like this one a lot. Um, I think I always write, rate stouts lower than IPAs unless they have funky stuff going on in them. But for what this is, is just being um, a straight up stout. I like it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it. You no, know, it's like a new untapped 4.1. Okay. Which is high for a stout for me. But I'm, I think it rounds down to a 4.0. But okay. But I think the average is gonna be above a four. So, so out of 18,000 check-ins. Oh wow! By the way, you've won the award for the most check-ins on a beer tonight. I know. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think the rating is? Um, I think it's a 4.05. So, no. But it doesn't mean you're not the closest tonight. Uh, I, I will admit 18... I tried. I did play it a little safe. <laughs> <laughs> out of, uh, of 18,000 check-ins, it is a 3.91. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, I'm going to put like a, like a thin little flaccid tally under my name here. This is, you know, I mean, a, a point's a point. Within... You're, well, you're within 1.4. I mean, or 0.14. I mean, that's, yeah. that's pretty good. It's on there. Yeah, it's not a it's not a perfect guess, but it's still not a perfect guess. It's not you know. Last week, I think you could have added up all three of us that were definitely on the podcast last week and still yep. been inside my my guess. It but was a, it was a close one last. week. It was week. a good week. It was a good week. We were on our game last week. I don't know what it was <laughs> that was different, but we knew our shit. That's yeah, for we sure. were on top of it. Yeah. But hey, some weeks you get beers with five check-ins. Uh, yeah, listen, there's there's nothing you could have done there. Nothing I could have done yeah. with that beer. I could have I I let, ma- let you. I could let you been like, oh, it's a three point something. Like, well, you're off by three point something. Yeah, it's zero point zero zero. Zero point zero zero. No, that's the first Brewing Academy Montana beer that I've actually seen on Untapped. So that's cool. Maybe that's part of the class. But um, no. Finally, bringing it into the 21st century. Yeah. Thanks, Fort George. Um, thanks, Aunt Kathy, Uncle Fan. Um, and this concludes my guest beers. I have nothing in the fridge from that I received from far away. So, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe it's time to go back to a cocktail. Or, you know, the patrons know what's up for next week. But That mm. is true. Patrons. It's oh, not a cocktail for 150 oh, It's a little special. We do have a special uh, honk for you. Okay. Honk, honk, honk. <laughs> this is the new Obert version, right? Honk, 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 honk. <laughs> I like it. I like the new Obert version. <laughs> Thank yep. you to new Obert slash Obert. Honk, honk, honk. <laughs> honk, honk, honk. Honk, honk, honk. <laughs> it's got, I think that's like a honky tonk honk. A little bit. <laughs> well, he said it was. He said it was supposed to be like a goose duck hybrid. That's why. Okay. I am upset that we did not get to go to the local honky tonk in Montana while I was there. Yeah. Next time. Next time you come back, 
We'll go. I have to or avoid you, death to get there. But or when you join, when you enlist in the, in the academy, the, the non-honking academy, the brewing academy. Oh boy, new Ober and new Todd. I'm glad that you guys came on. Now I have this honk honk honk, <laughs> and I have new Todd singing a song. Okay, I, could, you know, I like beer. beer. <laughs> makes me feel mellow (laughs) okay um so with that it's time for the three and old frosty mug of wisdom with this brand new song from jordan who said that he would do much better this week (laughs) no just kidding it's the original old quiet shouting (laughs) version from jordan um jordan take it away Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Mug of wisdom! Drink. Mug of wisdom! Chris Tud Overt Popcorn and other animals Mug of Wisdom Thank you, Jordan, as always. Wreck my podcast. Check him out. Tell him what we had for breakfast. Um, <laughs> now, you know. what makes me laugh is that one day in Jordan's old office, he was sitting there and he recorded him, you know, whisper screaming that, but also drink, tud, <laughs> obert, popcorn, and other animals. And his coworkers just never like looked up or thought it was kind of weird or nothing. They never said anything. I want to they see the making kind of, of video of that one for sure. Yeah, and also if he ever sends us a new copy of like him like actually screaming and doing it, like I think it just has to go into the rotation. I don't think it ever completely replaces the original. I don't know. We'll find out. It could be so good that just the other one doesn't compare anymore. It's true. So for new listeners, we end the show every week by um, filling up a three-handled frosty mug of wisdom, where we tell you all a thing that we like in our lives has made our lives better um and the person who guessed the closest this week or the closest gets a tally mark on the board which was me and then um they get honked at by me honk 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 uh and and jordan apparently honking together um so that's me man of the people this week um and as man of the people, I am going to fill up the frosty mug first with this show from Apple TV. They gave me a free year with my new new Apple phone, iPhone, I think they're called. And um, that is that is the name. That is the, their brand of phones. They're called iPhones. The I's lowercase, the P's capitalized. Just if you're googling it. Um, and the show is called Ted Lasso. Um, you guys seen this show? The premise- I watched it. The premise of the show is um, Ted Lasso is Jason Stakus, and 
He's a Midwestern football coach that gets sent overseas to England to be a soccer coach there, or football, as they call it. And it's a culture clash between him and his, like, always positive attitude and their, like, just general English negativity. Did I make this handle already? No? Okay, good. I, I, I think... I think one of us did it before, but maybe not. Well, no, I don't think so. No, wasn't that week? Wasn't that week? Okay, but um, it's just a really good feel-good show. Um, it's like it makes it's a sitcom that makes you feel better after watching it for sure. Um, it's really funny, and it's like if you like English accents but not English humor, this is very. Amer- it's definitely an American show, American sitcom set in England, which like you know I enjoy. English humor. I enjoy Monty Python. Um, I enjoy the IT crowd. I like the original version of The Office, but this is not English humor. So don't go in expecting that. It's American humor set in England. And I blasted through season one. They're on like episode three of season two right now. Um, Can't recommend it enough. Ted Lasso, Apple TV. Check it out. Yeah, I'll second that. I have watched it. It's pretty entertaining. Um, Good show. It's one that I want to watch, but it's on Apple TV, so I can't watch it. So I'll give, I'll give you my login. Oh yeah, okay, I'm gonna watch it then. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's it's actually funny. Like I hear about it a lot, and it's supposed to like win a million awards this year or something at some kind of show award show. Um, the but, one where uh, they give out the frozen frozen Han Solos. <laughs> yeah, I think it's supposed to be on. The, it's supposed to sweep up those. Um, but uh, because I listened to the Scrubs podcast and Bill Lawrence is the showrunner, um, and he was oh. also the showrunner of Scrubs. Like I hear background stuff about Ted Lasso all the time. I'm like, man, I really want to watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll so. um, I'll burn you a DVD. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You could just buy Apple TV. I, think. I don't know what steps I would need to do to get that onto a burned CD, but it would take a lot more effort than giving you my login. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As uh, handler of the week, uh, man of the people, I'm going to hand this frosty mug over to none other than Todd. So um, my handle this week is going to be something that uh, possibly quite, quite literally saved my life from the murderer that is Obert, or the attempted <laughs> murderer that is Obert. And um, it's not bear that spray. would be, it was not bear spray. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to say that it is a, a water filtration system called the Sawyer Water Filtration System. So what this allows you to do is that as, as you're hiking through through the you know heat that is Montana or elsewhere, I guess if it was cold, you'd still would need water as well. Um, you can take water literally from any stream and put it in this like plastic bag and then squeeze it through this filter into a cup or a bladder system, and then you have fresh water from any water source. Um, it's helped a lot on the trail. I recommend not buying the Mini, uh, even though Ober and I both own Sawyer Minis. Um, the actual Big Sawyer is probably like $10 more, and it makes filling up water in these like three liter bladders significantly faster. So throughout our four day of hiking, uh, I don't think we used, Ober, I don't think we used our filters at all uh, we mostly relied on Nick's normal large Sawyer because yeah. it just you can, it made work more efficient. You can go through, you can filter twice as fast in the regular size one for like 33 bucks versus 25. Um, but yeah, definitely a lifesaver out on the trail. Um, you know, if, I guess if you're, I guess only if you're hiking through a, uh, 
an area that allows you to have access to a water source. I guess if you were hiking through like a desert, it wouldn't really help you pull water out of a, out of sand. But if you're in a you know in a park such as Glacier that is the headwaters for a lot of the country, it's really helpful. So uh, Sawyer water filtration system should be in every backpacker's backpack. Yes, don't go backpacking without it. That should be their slogan. Never leave home without it. If you're wearing a backpack. <laughs> Ever. Ever. <laughs> All right, Chris. All right. So to Chris. To me. Uh, so I have something um, that I want to put over that I recently started doing for my stream. Um, I used to open Pokemon cards on stream, but then Pokemon cards got all crazy and hard to find. Oh, they did? So instead. Ooh, yeah. drama. I know. It's crazy. It's it's unreal. I can't. Like, you go to the dollar store. They're not there. Nope. Not there anymore. They hide them. They hide them and they buy them. Are you thinking about telling your wall of energy cards? I don't know. The wall of energy cards. It's uh, Check out my Etsy shop. I'll make you a wall uh, of energy cards. No, thanks. <laughs> no, no, we've already gone down this path. We're not going to no Etsy, no shops. No, it's my like Etsy that. shop with the, <laughs> the energy cards. Anywho. Nope. Um, so in lieu of that, I got turned on to these things called mini brands. And I opened them on stream. And they're kind of fun. Uh, I didn't really think I was going to get as excited about them as i as i am but essentially they come in um these little balls uh i'm holding them ball yeah and inside here they have mini brands and what they they're legitimately oh so like you can like brand some cattle with them (laughs) almost (laughs) only Uh, only only tiny cattle yeah like brand some (laughs) grasshoppers but um but there's literally just (laughs) little yeah, I can see Chris running around in his yard chasing after a grasshopper trying to trying brand to brand it. it with his small cattle prod. <laughs> and a dick lighter, yeah. <laughs> um but they're they're just these little miniature um branded items and my webcam isn't focusing, but like Oh, it's like a little old bay seasoning. Like, it's like a little, a little quarter teaspoon thing of old bay seasoning. Yep, little bay seasoning. Is um, there is there actual, is there old actual bay in there? Yeah, is there seasoning in there? No. No, they're toys. <laughs> oh, so it's like for your like Barbie kitchen. Yeah, kind of. Uh, or Ida Golden Crinkles, <laughs> and you know they're just fun. I don't know. I I can't I can't explain them. You will have to check them out uh, if you're interested in collecting things. Um, but they're not too expensive. You can get them at Walmart or Target, and they're just kind of fun. And like seeing wh- what brands come in it come in them is pretty funny. I've opened a few like. Oh, and then there's rare ones. There's there's rare ones, and they're gold. Oh, and I pull I pulled a golden one, a golden oh. baby bell cheese. Look at that. That looks tasty. So, what is, what is happening on your stream now? I'm telling you, man, it's fun. Um, but yeah, it's it's just something. It's something fun. I never heard of them until uh, another streamer friend of mine um, started opening them. And since I couldn't find them, and you know what, I got I, I don't know, I got a little hooked to them. I got a little hooked on them. So. Um, they're fun. Check them out. If you want something small, little to collect, um, check out mini brands. They're fun. They're cute. If you have kids, kids love them too. So, Isn't you know. it like incredibly a choking hazard though? It says three plus on the, so at least so one yes. of my children can play with these. At three years old, your airway has developed enough to pass a mini golden bay bell, uh, baby it's, bell cheese. Yeah. I mean, well, that's like capsule shaped, you know, like that's going to go down no problem. 
The Orida one, though. Yeah, that old Orida one's uh, a, little bit, a little bit rougher. A little rougher. But, oh, but yeah. Where do you buy these from? You can get them at Walmart, Target, online, I assume. That's cool. Um, a little disappointed that they're not, you know, miniature cow brands, but. <laughs> I'm kind of disappointed that they're do? not, like, there's not, like, actual, like, seasoning in that container. Not, like, a little little piece of port salute cheese. Exactly. Yeah. Like, there should be, like, a little bit of cheese or, a li- or like, wow. one, like, tiny French fry. Well, the or- thing is, like, the, the one that Chris showed us first was the only one that actually we could see, like, a little one-serving sample of. You know what I mean? That's true, like yeah. The old it could have been a little like, old bay. Yeah, there could be a little bit in there, and then I could see, you know, other things in that regard, but... That's funny. I think we need to get you like a little dollhouse though for the pantry for all this stuff. Oh, don't worry. They come. Some of them come with little shopping carts that you can use. Oh, nice. And shelving. So there's shelving too. Oh, so but let me know when the stream we're doing supermarket sweeps. <laughs> I'm there for that. <laughs> we're, we're abandoning Pokemon and shiny hunting. It is only supermarket mini brand sweeps now. <laughs> oh man that would be entertaining i would watch that you might even get me to tune in for that and so with that we'd like to thank you all for listening uh we'd like to thank the breweries who provided today's beers i will go first and i will thank the brewing academy of montana and their class of 2021 for their graduation stout an imperial stout appropriately aged on bourbon soaked oak chips i would like to thank kiwi and ellicottville uh oh, for wait, hey, brewing company. where's the ki- where's the kiwi call Kiwi, 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 kiwi. <laughs> For their just peachy sour ale with a sweet peach and black tea. And I want to thank Fort George for their Charlotte's Web Cavatica uh, Stout. Please make sure you head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Also make sure you head over to Patreon, as mentioned earlier, and subscribe for as little as $1 a month. Uh, if you want to give us more than $1, we're very appreciative of that. It all goes towards beer money and running the podcast. Um, but you can get an extra episode of, of you know a small little like mini episode before each, uh, before each week. Uh, it comes out on Tuesdays. As soon as we're done with it. As soon as we're done. Um, also, if you tune in this week, you'll learn what we're doing next week. Uh, I got got some news for you guys. It's going to be a doozy. Uh, also, please make sure you head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and a review. And please make sure that you're telling all your friends and families and people on the bus and random strangers as you're walking down the road. And, you know, if you happen to be blasting this in your car like some people did in Montana uh, about a week ago, uh, hopefully other people listen and they wonder what the hell's going on. And, you know, don't be afraid to tell them about your favorite beer drinking podcast. We have a Discord. We do have a Discord. We should go over there. Um, we will post some pictures from our Montana trip. You can see me dying right in person on those pictures. Um, although I don't know if we have any actual pictures of my near-death experience. No, there's no but... pictures of your ghost leaving your body. The soul rising up to heaven. We do have pictures <laughs> of a moose, though. If you want to see a moose that we saw we do have pictures in person, of moose. go over to the Discord. I, I will back up my claim of you almost killing me one more time. The nurse that was with us was worried that I was not going to survive at one given point in time. Uh-oh. Is there a driving route just in case I ever want to go to Montana? There's one road, oh, as I good. learned. Perfect. That's all I'm going to be on. Um, also, uh, yeah, one of our friends, um, one of his, pack, one of his uh, items that he allowed me to borrow may or may not have a hit a car on that road as it was bouncing from 6,000 feet down in the air. 
towards careening towards the road. Uh, but that's a story for another time. <laughs> and so uh, with that, my name is Ted. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. So during the outro, I can't explain what happened. So uh, I was getting some water, and over like the mountain goat that he is, was up high above us, uh, trying to collect water. And so I was trying to shove my water bladder back in my pack while he was climbing down. And uh, a wind came, stiff wind, almost knocked over off the cliff, but it did knock Dan's sleeping pack right down the cliff, and it tumbled, and it got some speed going down that mountain. And uh, we looked for it on the on the ride out, but we did not. You know how most things, when you drop them down a hill, they'll roll all the ways and then stop? This bounced once, and then bounced further, and then further, and then further, and then was gone from vision. <laughs> like, whoops. I, I, I gave it a good chase, but I was not about to dive headfirst down the mountain to, to catch it. Probably smart. Sound, no. Based on what it sounded like, probably a smart idea. Some, Some... Mountain creature now has a nice new comfy home. Oh, I imagine a, I imagine um, you know, baby bear somewhere out there is sleeping on it. He's figured out how to work the the foot pump. He's pumped it up nice and firm, and that's where he sleeps every night. He's dragging it into the cave to hibernate this this winter. <laughs> <laughs>